Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Day News is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra. In Kumasi, we are on Love 99.5 FM affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Flow FM in Akachi. We are also on Kalio FM in Akachi and Gangai FM in Jirapa. We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on MyJoyOnline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrol Soul, your clean fall in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duro Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with a level indicator. Where Duro Plus goes, water flows. This afternoon, Parliament's Defence and Interior Committee calls for identification, prosecution of military personnel involved in the March 7, 2023 Ashaman brutalities as they also demand compensation for the victims. I will say about over 50 again because they can on rotation. This person will beat you, another person will follow up. The stick to beat under your foot, on your buttocks, at the back, on your head. I have details of the committee's report said to be taken by Parliament upon resumption of business on February 6. And in your election headquarters this afternoon. 
Ghana. Uh, we believe anger over living standards is giving oppos opposition candidate, John Mahama, a lead in the polls. This marks a shift away from the incumbent's preferred successor, uh, that being current Vice President Bawumia. That's the latest prediction of electoral victory for the NDC's John Mahama in the December 7 presidential election by UK-based research and data firm Fish Solutions. But what exactly is working against the NPP? Um, it appears that the economy and economic management will take center stage for voters during the election, um, which will inevitably uh, give the opposition NDC an advantage because the recent economic downturn um, happened under NPP uh, leadership. We have details of that in also less than 24 hours to the NPP parliamentary primaries and the advice to delegates is to vote for candidates who can effectively lobby for developmental projects. Put it in your manifesto that when you come, you will never encourage, but you will rather fight Galamse. We have more as the party intensifies talks on unity before and after the elections to avoid dedicating time to addressing grievances after the elections. Because we don't want to also go into our elections where after the election there was so much cracks in the party and it would take us so much many months to do reconciliation. We have sports. GFA's five-member committee for new Black Stars coach sparks public outrage, prompting calls for government intervention. And much later, seven people in critical condition at the Mampong Government Hospital after a bus they were traveling on from Accra to Yeji was attacked by armed robbers in the Ashanti region. We'll speak to our reporter who witnessed the incident. So they shot, they shot playing team. Can't count. It, it, it's more than 15 times. So I felt there was some kind of fluid to my realization. It was blood. You know, we were all still struggling. More than an hour, we were still in the car. We have that and more in this afternoon's edition of the Midday News. I am MFA Apau, and this is your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. More reason why you ought to stay for details. Many thanks for your company this afternoon. The Defence and Interior Committee of Parliament is recommending the identification and prosecution of military personnel involved in the March 7, 2023 Ashaman Dawn Raid. The soldiers invaded the Ashaman community following a brutal military invasion of parts of Ashaman on Tuesday dawn following the murder of a young soldier, Trooper Imuro Sheriff. The Parliament's committee set up by the Speaker took testimonies from the military and police top command as well as the Defence and Interior Ministers. My colleague Elton Brobe joins me in studio uh, with more from what we are learning in this particular report. Elton, so what did the military say in their defense? So the defense minister and the former chief of defense staff appeared before the committee. According to the committee's report, the minister stated that the operation was carried out at Tulaku and Taifa, suburbs of Ashaman, which were declared a no-go area to the high level of criminal activities that had been occurring in those areas. Uh, he said the committee was informed that once an individual, according to the minister, took on the challenge of serving as a soldier in the Ghana Armed Forces, he or she swore to the state to die protecting the people of Ghana. But in the case of Imoro, the soldier did not die in the line of duty. He noted that the deceased soldier was stabbed to death on Saturday, 4th March 2023 at 2 a.m. The minister stated that the happenings in the community for a period of about one month had built tension within the barracks and that pushing the soldiers to act the way they did. When the defense, uh, the chief of defense staff took his turn, he collaborated the minister's statement and informed the committee that the operation took place after all intelligence gathering effort had been completed. The CDS admitted that there were excesses in the operation 
that resulted in people being brutalized. Mm. So that's um, some account from the outgoing CDS. We know that the IGP also appeared before the committee. What account did he give? So the Inspector General of Police uh, appeared also together with the Interior Minister, and they said that they had started investigating the matter when the police uh, when, when the military asked them that they were on top of the issue and for that reason they should allow them to do their work and because of the intervention of the military they had to step aside to allow the ghana uh ghana armed forces take over the investigation the igp indicated that they did not do anything beyond mm -hmm. the fact that they are started but because the uh, military hierarchy told them to step aside they did so well let's talk about the recommendations by the committee so you know the committee report is asking the parliament to agree for the military high command to identify those individuals responsible for brutalizing the residents and then prosecute them in accordance with the dictates of the standing orders of the ghana armed forces also the committee adhores any form of torturing uh, handling of civilians by the military of or security agencies for that matter the committee called upon the leadership of the ghana armed forces to educate their personnel on the legal demands and consequences of such art they are also demanding compensation for those who were brutalized during the action taken by the military the committee again recommend that the national security council ensures that there is collaboration and coordination among the security agencies in the country particularly between the ghana armed forces and the ghana police in the execution of their functions and duties the committee entreats the security agencies to follow their respective mandate as provided by law and finally it recommends that the ghana armed forces work towards improving their relationship with the public to engender trust and confidence in the populace i was hoping to hear the quantum of compensation but really what's next uh, for now the, the the expectation is that this report will be taken on the floor of parliament and then the the consequential resolution may be passed it's unclear how much in terms of compensation the committee is looking forward to what they have stated in this report is that those who are brutalized they must be found and then compensated accordingly. We're grateful, Elton Brobe, with details of that um, report and recommendations by the committee, which will be laid in Parliament when they resume on February 6th. Well, let's bring in the Member of Parliament for Ashaiman, uh, Mr. Ernest Nogbe. We're grateful uh, for your time here on the Midday News. So you've been hearing, I'm sure that you've seen uh, portions of this particular report. It's recommending an identification and prosecution of individuals, also some compensation packages. I bet you are satisfied with the recommendation of the committee well thank you very much and then good afternoon to your business as well yeah that has been our our position from the one and uh, as a member of the committee as well uh, i played a major role in bringing out the the facts of the matter and don't forget also the committee paid a visit to ashaman and then the residents and the victims also made their plea uh, so so far so good. We are we are satisfied with the recommendations, but we are yet the, the report is yet to be taken on the floor of the house. It has been late. Uh, we finished this working on this report for the past three months, but as we speak now, it's always been in and out on the other paper and then on the business statement, but has not been taken. We are hoping and praying that by the time we get back to the house, uh, it will be debated on the floor. Uh, so by and large. I think we are we are we are very much happy about the recommendations. Well, yes, I, I the was victims wondering... will have to be compensated, mm -hmm. and those who perpetrated the, the, the heinous crime on the citizens of Ashiaman, the residents of Ashiaman, must also be brought to to book. As the leadership of the military, 
admitted that yes, they 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 ordered for the soup and they ordered for uh, what happened at Ashiaman, but just that there were excesses. Uh, it's, it's, it's an admission, and so therefore the people who have to be compensated. Did the military high command um, state its preparedness to help identify these individuals? Well, whether or not they, they, they are prepared to to, to bring uh, to the fore the, the identification of these individuals, uh, they not be able to, to, to say otherwise. But if the order is given from parliament that these people must be identified and punished, you don't have any other option than the very people you ordered to go and perpetrate the act, you bring them to go because they admitted that they ordered them. So meaning that you have ordered some group of people. So if, if, if they admitted that they ordered them, how come they are not being held responsible, but rather your committee is recommending an identification of these individuals? They ordered it, so they know the men, don't they? They know the men very well. And in the statement, in the, in the, in the statement of the leadership, they said and they claimed there were excesses. Excesses. It means what they asked them to go and do, they have done beyond what they asked them to do. So definitely, they know the various people, the actors of the of the game. So definitely, they'll bring them to book. Okay. If the order is to bring them for punishment. And and finally, uh, the quantum of compensation, that's not clear in the report. What are we looking at? Yeah, uh, uh, the committee, the responsibility of the committee is not to state exactly what compensation should be given. But by the normally how it's been done is that you, you form a committee, an ad hoc committee, to look into the matter very well and then bring to the fore the, the, the quantum of compensation. You know, some people had injuries, body injuries, some people psychological trauma, some lost properties, etc. Some even uh, 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 died during the process. So it will be based on uh, 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 the, 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 the fact on the matter by each and every on a day on a case by case basis so i think uh, an ad hoc committee may be formed at the end if the report is adopted by the house ad hoc committee will be formed to look at the quantum of mm. compensation that will be given we are grateful for your time that's the shaman mp and also a member of the defense and interior committee of parliament ernest nogbe there in a related development exonerated former senior police officer who was accused of attempting to destabilize the country acp benjamin nagojo says he was unfairly treated by government during and after his trial speaking to my colleague raymond nakon upfront acp agojo says although he does not have any misgivings towards government they did not treat him well in the duration of his trial even though he always knew he was innocent do you have any misgivings towards government why will they I? Are for the government. Why will I? Except that for now, I'm not pleased with them the way they treated me. I don't have any misgivings about them, but I'm not happy with the way they have treated me. Is it true? They have mistreated me. They have they have they have persecuted me. And even when the court has pronounced me acquitted and discharged, the attorney general is walking out there to say that if they had done their work very well, I would have been also in prison. It was inhumane. Um, you are not allowed. To, you didn't know the time, you had no information from outside, you could not receive visitors. If you really have to re receive visitors, the visitors could be frustrated because it could take them six to seven hours before they could get to you, so they would prefer going back.
Well, in another startling revelation, ACP Agojo says he went five days without food and survived only on water when he was detained by the National Intelligence Bureau for fear of being poisoned. You went on hunger strike. I never went on hunger strike. But we're told that you were on hunger strike. I decided not to eat at BNI for five days. Oh, okay. And that was a personal decision. And I wasn't, I'm not going to explain it. It was a personal decision when I was arrested first, I decided not to eat. And when they even arrested me the second time, I decided not to eat their food. And I wouldn't explain why I didn't want why to Why you suspected their. the food? I didn't want to. I, I, I could not trust people who were fabricating stories. No, I was never fasting. It was a decision I took that I wasn't going to eat the BNI food because people who are able to fabricate stories and concoct stories about your involvement in something that you know you have not done, how could I trust them to eat their food? That was the principle I stood for. So I was not fasting, I was not on hunger strike, I just decided not to eat, and I was drinking water. And the water was brought by them, but I knew that water was brought in a sachet, maybe two, three sachets, so <laughs> we could just, anybody could just pick and, and drink. That's an ACP retired Dr. Benjamin Agoja. And Fish Solution is predicting electoral victory for John Mahama in the December 7 presidential election. Fitch, in its latest publication on election and risk-related issues in Africa, says the current state of the economy will play a significant role in the choice of voters in December. In a webinar to announce the outcome of its latest research, senior sub-Saharan Africa country risk analyst Mike Kroniga says their finding puts the NDC's candidate ahead of Vice President Dr. Baumia, who is also the NPP flag bearer. Uh, as you can see, overall, the, we expect policy continuity to prevail in the region, with most incumbents winning and retaining their majorities. That said, however, uh, we do forecast important changes in key markets, such as South Africa and Ghana. In Ghana, likewise, uh, we believe anger over living standards is giving oppos opposition candidate John Mahama a lead in the polls. Uh, this marks a shift away from the incumbent's preferred successor, uh, that being current Vice President Bawumia. Uh, so again, overall, we, uh, although we do expect policy continuity to prevail, uh, some important changes will occur and we'll be monitoring these closely. So what exactly are the factors working against the NPP? We can hear Mike Kroeniger again. So while Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. The uh, Ghanaian uh, uh, government has confirmed its commitment to implementing fiscal reforms in the 2024 budget. We anticipate significant uh, public expenditure overruns ahead of the uh, December election, particularly um, given that the uh, ruling new patriotic party or the NPP trills behind in the in the polls. So since the start of the century, um, so since the year 2000, uh, public expenditure as a share of GDP increased by an average of three percentage points during election years, um, as you can see on the left hand side chart. And I think this really reflects the government's uh, tendency to, um, for example, subsidize utilities or um, implement social welfare programs, really to garner public support in the run-up to general elections. So while these expected expenditure overruns will lead to a widening of the budget deficit in 2024, it will also support households financially, um, so driving up domestic demand that way and also supporting headline economic growth. Um, so in terms of the other part of your question on um, who is most likely to win the December vote. Um, our core view remains that the opposition National Democratic Congress or the NDC um, is best placed to secure a victory. Um, so looking at polling data, um, it appears that the economy and economic management will take center stage for voters during the election, um, which will inevitably uh, give the opposition NDC an advantage because the recent economic downturn um, happened under NPP uh, leadership. On security, fetches warning of potential instability in the sub-region due to activities of insurgents operating in Burkina Faso and Mali. We do see security risks increasing, as I say, specifically concentrated in the Western, uh, in the Western Sahel, um, specifically the countries of Mali and Burkina Faso. So as a little bit of context, over the past 10 years, these Sahelian countries have become really the global flashpoint for Islamic insurgencies, and this presents clear risks for neighboring countries like Cote d'Ivoire, Ghana, Togo, uh, Benin. That's senior sub-Saharan Africa country risk analyst for Fitch Solutions, Mike Kroeninger, who stay a while longer in the election headquarters. 
And the heat is on for final campaigning ahead of the NPP's parliamentary primaries tomorrow in constituencies where the party has sitting members of parliament or out of the total number of 373 aspirants who filed to contest the primaries, 29 are going unopposed. 11 have been disqualified. What this brings to, to the number total, 326 parliamentary aspirants in the contest. For electorates in the Asante Achim South constituency in the Ashanti region, a candidate who would lobby more developmental projects to the area will be their choice. There's more in this report. Incumbent Member of Parliament, Kweku Asante Bwating, is seeking re-election for the fourth time. In the 2020 parliamentary primary, Mr. Asante Bwating was fiercely contested by Managing Director of Ghana Post, Bais Oseko Four. But Obo, as he's popularly known, lost the election by 58 votes. Bais Oseko Four says the constituency needs a new face. I make a very humble appeal to you. That has been 12 years that we have tried our sitting MP. It's about time you give another person an opportunity to also bring his prowess and his ideas to bear. I present to you myself, Bais Obo Osekofo. Amid the intense clash emerges Eric Amofa, believed to be the dark horse in the race. I'm the right person to lead the constituency. From the first month after Eric Amofa wins, we are going to do a unity conference in Asantia Chim South. We are going to bring all the police stations at one place. And I, we move to the Western region, which you don't have a good run in the 2020 election. Samuel Kojo Brace of our political desk puts the spotlight on the once good ground for the party. The new patriotic party has had some fairly good results from the Western region for some time now. The party says it hopes to deepen its hold on the region higher than the 2024 elections. In the lead up to their primaries on Saturday to elect the men and women who would help them achieve this, four constituencies have become the hotbirds in the region Shama, Eskado Keten, Efia, and Kwesimintim. In the Eskado Keten constituency, the incumbent Joe Gatte is not seeking re election. Former regional secretary Charles Bisu is confident of winning the contest because to him, he is the most experienced person to replace Joe Gatte. What Honorable Joe Gatti has done for this constituency, if you go to Parliament, out of the 10 best constituencies um, in Parliament, Iskadikatan is one of them. There's no doubt about it. The, the experience is enormous. So that seat, the seat Iskadikatan cannot be choked with. It. And so we need to come solidify the base of Iskadikatan in Parliament. And that's what I am seeking to do with the support of everyone. Well, the General Secretary, Justin Kodiafrimpon, says the party is intensifying unity talks in a united front so that less acrimony will be registered after the elections. Because we don't want to also go into our elections where after the election there was so much cracks in the party and it would take us so much, many months to do reconciliation. So if in the interest of having a united front, we have to defer the, or suspend the elections in the Queen South, to achieve our purpose. The, the National Party will always support such a call. People were talking about they had this, they had that, and you invited them to the National Party. But unfortunately, they couldn't give us, they couldn't give us names. Well, flag bearer of the party, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, is retreating the stance and urges all the parliamentary aspirants to ensure that the party comes out of the process more strengthened and united. He said there's a more in a statement ahead of the big day tomorrow. My colleague Kenneth Jesse joins me in studio with details of that. What more should we know from this goodwill message? Well, MFA, Dr. Baumia wants the party to rise above personal interests and petty differences 
and also focus on the greater goal of advancing the principles and ideas of the party. He also extended his sincerest wishes to all the aspirants and urged them to uh, be guided by the principles underpinning the party's democratic culture and uh, the principles of freedom, fairness and peace. He ended with the emphasis on ensuring the integrity of the party's electoral system and ensuring compliance with the decisions of the delegates of the party. Thank you very much, Kenneth. And that's uh, the statement from Dr. Mahmoud Baumia taking us out of the election headquarters. We know that the Kuyapim South, Aguna West and Mampong constituencies will not vote tomorrow because it's been suspended. Your election headquarters is proudly made possible by Petrol Soul. Your clean fuel in full quantity will take a quick break here on the midday news. They also make it possible and also by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. We've been talking about Parliament's Defence and Interior Committee calling for a identification prosecution of military personnel involved in the March 7, 2023 Ashaman brutalities as they also demand compensation for the victims. We've been going through that report set to be taken by Parliament upon resumption of business on February 6. We have sports when we return and then seven people in critical condition at the Mampong Government Hospital after a bus they were travelling on from Accra to Yeji was attacked by armed robbers in the Ashanti region. So they shot, they shot plenty. Thank you very much, MFNR. The Ghana FA's decision to set up a five-member committee for the appointment of a new Black Stars coach has sparked public outrage, leading to louder calls for government intervention. It will be the fifth coaching change under the current administration in five years, a period marked by three group stage exits. Now, Member of Parliament for North Thong, Okujeto Ablakwa, says the football structure sets up coaches to fail. We must really make sure that the opacity is, is addressed so that the scarce resources we have, we can be sure exactly what we are doing with that money in sports. And, 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 and that's really where we must start from, not about appointing new. Look, no matter, even if you bring coaches like uh, Klopp of Liverpool, uh, the Man City coach, Pep Guardiola, even if you bring all of these outstanding coaches into this system, into this structure. Don't expect any magic. Uh, the young talents. And there will be more analysis on game plan at 1.15pm. We to can't wait for that. Now seven people are in critical condition at the Mampong Government Hospital after a bus they were travelling on from Accra to Yeji was attacked by armed robbers in the Ashanti region. Listen to one of the passengers who said the robbers shot about 15 times. He was shot in his arm and leg. I heard the gunshots, so the car just went off immediately. But then I just finished eating within the car trying to take my phone to do one or two. So when I heard that, I was, I was quite confused. So I thought maybe uh, they were trying to let us calm down and they take whatever they were taking. To my surprise, it was continuously. I didn't know. Before I realized, the bullet had got my arm. Close to 10 minutes later, it got my leg again. So they shot, they shot plenty. I, I can't count. It, it, it's more than 15 times. When it even happened, I didn't even know there's something. Rather sad situation there. Now, if you've been reading myjoyonline.com, you may have noticed that the United Kingdom is set to send some of Ghana's crown jewels back home 150 years after looting them from the court of the Asante King. The gold artifacts will be loaned to the Asante Kingdom following a three-year agreement with Otunfose to the second gold pipe, sword of the Ashanti state, and gold badges are among 32 items scheduled to return to Ghana. Chief negotiator of the gold artifact saga, Ivor Ajimandria, says the Ashanti Kingdom was compelled to accept the 
loan agreement. They have enacted laws around these objects, and museums, national museums in particular, in the UK, cannot permanently retain these objects. Even if there, are, there is a goodwill by workers, by museum economists who feel that they should look at these laws again. As it is now, it cannot. So as it cannot, we only had to, to look into what was possible. And the loan agreement of possibly six years was what was available. And just so you know, the government of Ghana says it will by the end of this year also remove visa fees for all Africans traveling to Ghana. And on that note, I bring in Max and Jackie. They yeah. have no plans of traveling out of Ghana anytime soon. <laughs> oh, very soon. Very, very soon. Oh, no, 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 no. We are not Jack Pai. No, uh-huh. no, 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 no. What's, what's trending? No. <laughs> you know, last week was um, Violence Friday. Today is Jack Toronto, Toronto Friday. Friday. <laughs> JT Friday. Okay, so <laughs> former President.